0: Hello, everybody. It's Melissa. I'm back. And, uh, man, I need to talk about some stuff because I'm kind of, uh, driving myself a little bit crazy the past week or so. And I'll tell you why. So as you know, if you've listened to other episodes, I have decided to go back to school. I'm officially going to close my photography business that I have had for about a decade now. So it's been a long-term business venture, but um, for the past... Couple of years at least. It's it's felt. I've it's just felt more like a drag than a passion. It's sort of just. I don't know what happened. I think sometimes, turning a hobby that you enjoy into a business, um, especially if it's on the artistic side of things, sometimes isn't the greatest idea. Um, but, I won't go too much into that because that's kind of tangenting off into another direction that I don't really want to go into. But the point is, I'm closing my business. I've made the decision. Finally, I've been toying with this idea for a while now. But like, when you spend so much time building something, like, I put a lot into this business. And it's really, you know, as much as I kind of am over it and done with it. um, It's been hard to finalize that statement of like, yes, I'm closing this business. Cause before I've always sort of over the past decade or so I've, I've taken a step back a couple times from the business, but I've always had it as like a side hustle sort of situation. So like when I, um, opened a gym with my partner, you know, we were very busy building that business and, uh, my my photography had to take a back seat, but I still kept my website going. I still kept my social media pages up. Like if someone emailed me for a photo shoot, I would do it. Like I just tried to keep it running in the background because it's always been sort of a fallback for me. So I've decided though that I just need to go full force with this decision to go back to school. I'm not passionate about the photography anyway. I'm literally at this point just doing it for the money, which doesn't make me feel great at all. I'm not really um, a money motivated person. I mean, we're all a little bit motivated by money, right? Because you need money to live. But, you know, I'm not willing to compromise my happiness for money. Um, so, so that's been a big decision. And so on top of that, so that's one thing, but that's not really what I'm going to talk about today. Um what I want to talk about is the process of getting ready to go back to school full time. So right now I'm just taking one class. It's just a simple math class, kind of like a refresher deal. I haven't taken math in a very long time. Um, so that's happening. Um, once I dipped my toe back into the, the school pool, (laughs) I, it was like, okay, This, I forgot how much I love school and I love learning, and I forgot how much I like math. I'm really enjoying this math class, and it was good. It was good that I made the decision to just take one class and see how it felt, and it feels really good. And so that sort of pushed me further toward this decision of like, okay, it's time to go back to school, it's time to do this, it's time to transition into something new. And, you know, I've received some emails from some of you guys out there listening, really encouraging me because I've said I was a little bit nervous, you know, because I am a little bit older. I'm about to turn 42 this week, actually, is my birthday. Um, So, I mean, that's not, it's not unheard of to go back to school in your 40s. I know that. But, like, the degree I'm seeking is, is going to take a little bit longer and it just, it feels a little bit self-indulgent to me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not good with doing things for myself anyway, really. Um, so it feels, yeah, for lack of a better term, self-indulgent to just be like, oh, I'm going to go back to school for all of these many years just to pursue this degree that I want you know, it seems more sensible to me to look into a program that's a shorter, like technical school type of deal where I can just go for a year or two and get a, you know, but then I'm back to just doing something I don't really love all that much just for a paycheck. So, you know, the more I weighed it and the more, you know, I, I really sat with it, it just, this seems like the right decision. So, enough about that. I know I've mulled this over with you guys on this podcast like a million times and you're probably like, shut up. But I hope not. (laughs) I hope you're here to listen and understand and and vibe with me on these feelings. Um, because it's, uh, it's a lot. Decisions are hard. And that brings me to my topic for the day (laughs) is about decisions. Um, so I have to register for my classes this week on Wednesday today's Monday what's today yeah today's Monday um so I have to register for my classes uh in a couple days and I've known that my registration date was coming up and I knew that I had to select which classes I'm going to take so there are a lot of general education requirements I need to get out of the way um as well as starting to take some of the classes towards my um my transfer degree. So what I'm studying, I don't know if I've even said it on the podcast, I'm going to major in physics. I think I did say that. In case I didn't say that, I want to clarify. I'm, I'm, I've decided to major in physics. Um, so I met with a student advisor in, in the STEM program. She made me sort of a a roadmap of, of all of the things I need to complete. And we talked everything over um and maybe like a person who is neurotypical would just take that roadmap that this advisor gave them and sort of you know just followed it casually and been like okay with just like selecting classes I don't know like so what has happened for me (laughs) has not been laid back or casual at all because, um, so if you listen to my episode about vacations and how I get about vacations and planning them, the same sort of deal is happening with trying to plan out my classes for spring semester. I, I'm driving myself crazy, but I can't stop. (laughs) So I know which classes I need to take. At first there were four classes that I was going to take and then I changed, I sort of changed my path to accelerate it a little bit, um, which backfired and I don't think I'm going to be able to do it that way anyway. So I spent a bunch of time figuring stuff out that I didn't really need to figure out. But anyway, that's besides my point. Um, so what's happening is I... There are a lot of classes at this college. So if I decide I'm going to take um, trigonometry, which is one of the classes I need to take, that class is offered by multiple different teachers during multiple different days of the week, multiple different times of the day. So that's just one class and I'm taking four different classes spring semester. So for each class, I need to figure out what day of the week and time of the day And with which teacher I want to take all four of these classes. I think you can probably see where I'm going with this. This has been, I mean, for someone that has a trouble deciding even what I'm gonna wear in the morning, this is a big, this is a lot for my brain. And you know, I've always been indecisive like this. This is not a new thing, but each time this happens, I am shocked. I'm shocked at my inability to just choose. So what I've done is I've listed all of the classes I need to take and then all of the times for those classes that would fit my schedule because I have other stuff going on. You know, I have a child I need to be able to take to the bus stop and pick up from the bus stop. All of this is compounded by the fact that my partner is going into a new field. They're graduating in December from the fire academy and going into a new job and we don't know what their schedule's going to be like. So I can't plan anything around my partner and be like, "Oh, if I take this class, um, my partner can pick up our daughter one day." Like I have no I have to count them out of the equation cuz I don't know what they're going to be doing. So I have to act like single mom right now because I know that I can plan my schedule around those things that that correlate to my daughter. So anyway, so I've I listed everything mapped it all out, made a bunch of different charts and graphs and highlighting and color coding and mixed and matched all of the things and sat and tried to think about, you know, what my days needed to look like, what my weeks needed to look like, what's, you know, do I want to take classes online? Some of them do, uh, not all of them are offered online, but like some of them are, do I want to do all in person? Da, 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 on and on and on you guys it's I have like 15 pieces of paper on my desk just related to this thing that I'm trying to map out you know there's that meme of like the guy with all of the sheets of paper on the wall and has got pins and like strings going everywhere and his hair is all crazy <laughs> this is what I think I look like trying to figure this schedule out and it's driving me crazy so not only that then I talked to my professor, my current math professor, just asking him um, about my, my advisor suggested I take two math classes this coming semester. Um, and I was asking him about those classes and what he recommended and whatever. And he mentioned that there was a website called ratemyprofessor.com. He said you know, especially with math, you don't want to get a bad teacher, like go on ratemyprofessor.com and look at the teacher's ratings from previous students. And I'm like, I did not know this website existed, which I was grateful for that recommendation that he made. But also it added an additional layer to my researching and therefore to my indecisiveness because the options, right? So All of these classes have multiple different teachers I could take from. So then I had to go, of course I had to, like there was no choice. I didn't really have to, but I I did went and looked up every single one of these potential instructors on RateMyProfessor.com. So some of them, it helped a little because some of them had really bad reviews and I could just cross them out and be like, okay, I don't care if their class like fits perfectly in my schedule. I don't want to take that class, obviously, if they have such bad ratings from former students. So it helped in that way, but it was very time consuming looking up all the instructors and it sort of counted out some classes that I was really leaning towards because they were convenient days and times and all of that. So uh, ultimately, now as of today I have come up with three different tracks a b and c three different potential schedules that I can register for so now I just need to narrow it down you guys I think I'm gonna go with option b not sure yet because I keep flip-flopping back and forth and changing my mind and I think it's just like for me with decisions um For one, I like to know all of the information going into something or at least have um, as much control over the situation as possible. Like if I was just assigned days and times for classes and instructors, I can't, that would be very, very difficult. I want to be able to choose. Um... But within that choice comes a huge responsibility because these are classes I'm going to be taking from January through May. That's a long period of time. So if I choose wrong, that's the thing about decisions. If I choose wrong, this is a decision that will haunt me for five months, right? If I choose incorrectly. You know, there are they're a shorter term decision. Like when I'm picking out what to wear in the morning, if I choose incorrectly, um, I can just change. Or if I'm not home to change, I'll just be uncomfortable all day. But it's just one day. This is like months. So that's impacted this um decision making process even more because I'm just like, I have to choose right. I can't be unhappy in a whole semester. And I feel like this is going to happen to me every semester. So this is just going to be a thing that maybe I'll streamline the process so much that it's (laughs) that I get like a system down where I can choose more easily. But I honestly don't foresee that happening. I think I'm just going to be a freakish weirdo who overthinks and makes charts and graphs and whatever lists and (laughs) infinitely until a decision is made. Um... So, I don't know. I just, I needed to get that out. I, like I said, am driving myself crazy with this obsessive thinking and indecision. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just how my brain works and how it's going to be. And I just have to um, look at my analytical nature as a positive also, even though sometimes the planning and the analysis um, makes me crazy. Um, There are other times where it benefits me and in this career that I'm choosing this career path in physics, it probably will benefit me to be analytical and be a planner and like data and charts and um, lists and graphs. So all in all, it's fine. I just need to get over the hump. I can't wait until Wednesday and I can just register for my classes and then I'm done and then it's over. And then I'm like, okay, I'm registered. That's it. Although that's not exactly true because now then I'll worry, I'll have like a low key anxiety about it until I actually start the classes and I get into the groove of my new routine. And I'm sure that my teachers are all great and the classes are all okay and everything's working out. So there, there's another step beyond this. Once I'm registered, it's not all good. I'll probably be good. Like end of January because we start like mid-January. So a couple weeks in, I feel like I should be okay by then. I don't know. I'll let you guys know. Um, I am also really nervous to go back. I have been feeling um, a little bit of self-doubt, a little bit of... um, anxiety, just because this is a realm of science that I'm not used to studying. Um, I've studied more on the biology side of things, uh, anatomy and physiology, biology. Um, You know, I was a nurse, I was in the medical field. That kind of stuff is really, really easy for me. I don't know why my brain, I mean, it's always been a special interest, so maybe that's why. I mean, so is physics, but like... um, the, the biology side of things just clicks with my brain. Um, I just, I sort of understand it pretty easily. And physics is not like that for me. Physics is very complex and full of um, theories and terms and um, ideas that I sometimes have a hard time wrapping my brain around, which is part of the reason that I really love physics because it's so challenging and it so makes me think and it 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 really is um it's really putting me in um a spot where I am having to very much expand my knowledge base and I mean like sometimes I'll be reading one of these books that I'm that I've bought about, you know, different things about the universe or, um, you know, quantum physics or space time or, you know, all of these different things. And like, I'm looking up all kinds of things. I have to stop like four different times during a chapter and just like look up and research about different things. And cause it's not automatically something that I, that I know or that I understand. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is it's, it's gonna be really hard I think it's gonna be challenging like more challenging than I'm used to not to sound like I'm not like a genius or anything but like you know I just nursing school was not that hard for me just because I like I said I understand that material so easily for some reason so this is going to be a different experience for me going into um a field of study that I think is going to be a lot harder for me um and so although that's exciting in a way it's also i'm i'm really nervous i'm like oh my gosh and i have this huge fear of like not being smart enough and having to be like never mind i quit physics um you know i have all of these fears though i have i create these scenarios in my mind all the time of everything that could go wrong I also think a lot about the things that could go right. So I balance it out. I'm like, what if I, what if I find out, you know, I kick ass at physics, actually, like, what if that's a thing? What if, what if it all starts um, clicking and making sense? Um, You know, that would be great. But then always, always, I have to think about the exact opposite of that of like, well, what if it doesn't? And what if I fail? And what if I look dumb? And what if, you know, like the, you know, just like all of these stupid thoughts that come up that are just, um, so like self-deprecating and just not, not things that I need to be thinking. Right. But my brain just goes there. I'm worst case scenario girl. And, uh, I've always been like that. And I'll probably always be like that. So I may as well just embrace it. You know, as much as I try and fight against some of these things, I think they're inherently just within me and here to stay. And that's okay. Like, as long as I can manage my anxiety and, um, try and focus more on the positives and the things that could go right. I think that's important and not try and take those negative or, um, those negative what ifs or those, um, worst case scenarios too seriously. So, cause if I do, then I'll never jump in and take a chance and do anything, which in my life I've done a lot. I've taken a lot of chances in my life and jumped into new things a lot. Um, but they were always calculated risks and always things that I felt very confident jumping into. This is the first time that I've jumped into something where I'm not all the way confident that I'm going to be good at this or that I'm going to succeed at this. So um, I guess time will tell and I'm going to do my best. And I feel like if physics isn't a good fit, I would be surprised if it's not. I mean, it just, it it seems like it's going to fit so well but if it's not, that's okay. And there are plenty of other things that I could, um, parlay my educational track into that are science related and I'll be fine. And it's going to be okay. I'm just sitting here like reassuring myself on on the podcast with you guys listening. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) just like, uh, self-therapy time with Melissa. Um, so anyway, I just talked a lot and vomited out a lot of words all over you guys, and I don't know, but it makes me feel so much better to be able to talk about this stuff out loud and just kind of ramble on for like 30 minutes without stopping, and it, it is kind of like it is therapy to me, so thank you for listening, all of you who are listening, I appreciate you so much, and I'm sure some of you can relate to this, and yeah, you guys are all great you're great. You're awesome. And, uh, yeah. Okay. That's all I'm going to say for today. I've said enough. I'm going to go try and relax for a minute before I get into my evening routine. And, um, yeah. Oh, that's good. I got it all out. Thank you guys. Anyway, if you are enjoying the podcast and you're listening on a platform that allows you to leave a rating or a review, please do so. I appreciate it so much. And, uh, as usual, I'll put my contact info in the show notes in case anyone wants to reach out. And I always love hearing from you guys. It's great. And, uh, that's it for now. Yeah. Okay. I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.